0: Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm Blaine Marion.
1: And I'm Courtney Marion.
0: And on this podcast, we dive deep into the unconventional ways we got sober.
1: And how we continue to stay sober.
0: Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode three of No Wasted Days. Uh, just checking in here with our uh, our last episode, we were talking lots about New Year's resolutions and goals and just going to check in. Uh, how's your goals coming along, Courtney?
1: My goals are coming along actually really good. Uh, I'm halfway through a new workout program, and I'm slowly but surely inching my way uh, to uh, my goal weight. So I'm about 17, 16-ish pounds away from that, which is actually pretty awesome. Um, Yeah, it's been good. The only thing is I'm a little derailed because one of our friends uh, hooked us up with a chocolate lady in Vancouver, and we just got like a massive freaking order. And they're fucking delicious, and I can't seem to stay out of them. Um, but yeah, other than that, things are going good in that area. What about you, good sir?
0: Yeah, uh, like I said on the last episode, I had a goal of this year doing uh, 3.65 million steps. So that's an average of 10,000 a day. And uh, I've fallen behind a little bit on that. I'm at, uh, so far, it's January 24th today, and uh, I'm averaging 9,200 a day. So. I'm a little bit behind, but it is winter and I am not worried about it at all. I know I can uh, make that up here. I'm going to try to make it up in the next couple weeks. But uh, anyway, and then uh, I had, uh, I want to do 182 workouts this year. It comes out to uh, three and a half workouts a week. And uh, as of right now, I've already done 16. So I'm ahead of the game on there. So I'm pretty proud of that and just been enjoying uh, working out and, Staying nice and healthy, and uh, January has been a great month so far.
1: It has been a great month. It's been super busy. We've had lots of stuff on the go. We've been bopping around. You've got some time off now, so it's been kind of nice, too, because then you begin probably getting a few more steps in because we've been walking the doggies and all kinds of good stuff.
0: Yeah, I got uh, got the chance. I got to work from home for a couple weeks, so uh, that was really nice. You know, I was in such a good schedule. I'd get up, have my coffee, pack my lunch, go to work. And then when I was at work, I was getting in tons of steps. And then uh, when I'd get home, I'd do my workouts so while Courtney made me suffer. And then I'd have a shower and do it all over again. It was great. It was an awesome two weeks. And like you said, I got some time off now. So it's all macaroni meadows and no wasted days. It's, uh, it's going pretty good. I like doing this kind of stuff. It's uh, it's really enjoyable. You know, it's a, it's a new, new to me hobby, this uh, content creating, they call it. I don't know if I'm very good at it yet, but I try.
1: Ah, fuck. You ought to start somewhere, right? Yeah. Something else you should talk about that's been, I know it's been a goal for me to get you to do for the last, I don't know, 32 and a half years. What did we do last Friday?
0: Ah, last Friday we went to Chetwin to uh, Onyx Tattoo Studio and I got my first tattoo. I got uh, i got the logo of No Wasted Days podcast right on my arm. I got No Wasted Days and the, the spruce tree so i'm uh, pretty excited about that it's gonna be with me forever and uh you know anytime i feel unmotivated or something like that i just look at my arm and hey you're not gonna waste today away oh, hey, get up and get going
1: um i should also mention that we've been i've been hounding the shit out of him for like i don't know 30 years at this point <laughs> to finally bite the bullet and go get his tattoo because he's been a big baby and was super scared and how was that experience
0: it was good i uh I was scared I mean I was so scared of getting a tattoo I thought it was gonna hurt so bad <laughs> and I got on that bench I put my arm out there and it didn't hurt at all I liked it it was good
1: I know you were a fucking rock and it's funny because my sister was like you should let him or you should tell him to go get the numbing cream and I'm like I'm sorry maybe if you're getting a huge piece but fuck the numbing cream half the experience is getting it done
0: yeah, maybe if like you got it in a more sensitive area or something, I could see it. But
1: you're on like the a forearm, fucking, oh. if you're getting like a fucking, you're doing like an eight hour session, sure grab that shit. But yeah, fuck, sit there, take it like a chap. It feels good at the end of it.
0: It did, yeah. It was a it was a cool experience, and uh, I'm already excited to get another one. I'm not gonna get it right away, but you never know.
1: Fuck, I'm getting another one right away. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten like three in the last like what since November. November? Yeah, yeah, I've a few. And if you, oh, we I should mention too, ours match. So he got a No Wasted Days is it, No Wasted Days in Green, and I got mine in black, because that's kind of my theme. Most of my tattoos are black. But yeah, it was super great experience. If you are in the area or looking for somebody to do good work, um, Onyx Tattoo has done online the last couple months. I've had about three of them done, and they are fucking awesome, super friendly. Um, great, great work. And yeah, check them on out. I know they're on Facebook and Instagram as well. So
0: yeah, cool stuff. And also I've been uh... I've been starting to do these uh, ice baths in the, uh, in the morning. And on the day that I got my tattoo, I did one because I, I was like, well, if I can get through this ice bath, I can get through a tattoo, no problem. And now let me tell you, a tattoo is a lot easier than an ice bath. So.
1: <laughs> yes, that's yeah, that's good. They're uh, healing up real nice. And uh, yeah, today, actually, yours is healing really good. The color's starting to push out a little bit. But we got you all doctored up, and yeah, it was a good experience, and plenty more to come. Now that we got finally uh popped the cherry there,
0: yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm excited to get more in the future, and yeah, it's cool. Anyway, on uh, today's episode, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, depression. I know it's kind of a topic, especially uh, in the month of January. You know, Christmas is over, the holidays are over, and. The weather kind of sucks. It's well, actually, right now the weather's actually pretty good. But usually, it's kind of cold and just a kind of depressing time of year. And I think a lot of people, you know, they have their New Year's resolutions. I want to quit drinking and partying. And next thing you know, you're three weeks into January and you're back on the sauce. So, just going to talk a little bit about that today and uh, some of the things that uh, that you can do to kind of fight off that depression and just be an overall happy person.
1: Well, and there's also, I think it's January 18th is the bluest day of the year. Um, They actually call it that. And I remember like doing like training for it in my work once upon a time, basically saying like, yeah, just so you know, this is the time everybody gets their uh, credit card statement from Christmas. So basically like be prepared because people are going to be fucking miserable. And like, sure enough, I kind of like creeped through Facebook on the 18th and I've seen tons of people just kind of like reporting that they were feeling really shitty, really blue, just really in a tough place. Um, but yeah, I just kind of thought I would throw that out there because I know that kind of comes with the territory of depression, right? You kind of get tied up in shitty things. Money is obviously a huge touch point for everybody, not just the weather, not just, you know, whatever's going on in your life. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd kind of throw that out there. January 18th is the bluest day of the year, but something to keep in mind is lighter days are always to come. And fuck, I can even tell, like even today or yesterday, I noticed it gets dark later Mm. than it used to. So just wanted to say that, put that out there. Lighter days are coming.
0: Yeah, I think one of the biggest things to fight off depression is sunlight, like vitamin D, and get as much sun as you can. I know in the winter it's kind of hard, but ah, go outside, do something. Just go for a walk. I love going for walks outside. It's one of the best best exercises you can do, and it's, just, it's amazing. Just put some headphones on, listen to music or a podcast, and uh, get outside for a walk.
1: Well, and even, I mean, if you can't make that happen, make sure you're getting that vitamin D with K2. Like, that is so important um, to have. Like, your body really needs that. And again, I, you know, obviously the best source is getting out there, getting that, getting that sun and doing your thing. But at the very least, make sure you're getting that into your diet because it really makes a world of difference.
0: Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what all the research says. We're not doctors, but I don't know. We take it. We feel (laughs) great. So I consider myself to be uh, an experiment and I'll do it first and let you know.
1: Absolutely. Why not? Right? It works for me. It should work for other people.
0: Yeah. So, do you think you were depressed when you were drinking, and partying all the time?
1: Uh, I think I was more than depressed. I think I was stuck in a destructive depressive uh, cycle, and I think I kind of touched base about it on earlier episodes. Anxiety, like, hang- and like my anxiety was directly related to drinking because I don't have anxiety in any other sense of form, but hangover anxiety would was gutting, like, and it would last for days.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and do you think alcohol definitely makes depression worse I would say
1: oh 100% it just like because you know you get your temporary couple hours of oh everything's honky dory and then the walls just collapse and it just fucking sucks you six feet deeper into the hole that you're already in so I would say depression like mental health in general and drinking the worst cocktail you can put together on the table
0: yeah I think so too I think it you know you kind of you start to when you're stuck in as a alcoholic or addict, whatever you want to call it. You you get on the on the booze and you spike your serotonin levels so high, and then the next day they're so low because you've just spiked them too high, and then you can't you can't get them back up high again unless you're you know unless you're drinking again. So it's it's just like a roller coaster, up and down, up and down, up and down, and oh man, it's a hard way to live. Like we've been saying all along.
1: Well, it is hard because every time you spike them up like that, artificially, they just come crashing right down farther, like deeper, deeper in that hole, right? So what, I, what comes up will come down. And when it comes down, it's coming, it's digging you deeper than fucking when you started. So
0: yeah, that's true. And then, uh, so now that now you're on the, uh, we're on the sober train, what are some of your ways that you, uh, that you get serotonin
1: now? Uh, working out. Yeah. Working out is a big, big one. Um, it also, while it also helps keep a person accountable, um yeah I love to work out now I love what else going outside like we talked about before huge um cuddling your pets hanging out with your animals <laughs> like I cannot like explain sometimes you just have a shitty day like grab your cat grab your dog give them a snuggle let them snuggle up on you to me and that makes a world of difference I love my fucking pets they're they're my life but yeah that's probably oh and like even my chickens man my poor chickens hate <laughs> me they even they get snuggled poor Marilyn wants to peck me to death I know what she does but yeah, like use your animals. They definitely are such a, you know, like I fucking, I would live and die for my animals, but I know that's a huge one for me.
0: Yeah. I was going to say the chickens. Yeah. Like here in old macaroni meadows, we got our chickens and ducks outside and we let them out every day. And uh, in the summertime, especially, we do it still in the winter, as long as it's not too cold, but you know, we bring a couple lawn chairs over there, just sit, and just watch them and make noises at them and quack at them and stuff. And it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Watching and then, them uh,
1: swim... Sorry to cut you off. Watching them swim in their little, like, kiddie pool honestly just fills me with this warm, fuzzy feeling. I don't care if I've seen them do it, like, one time or a thousand times. Every time I see them swim in their little pool, it just makes my heart feel good.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then uh, I noticed when, um, when we first got sober, there was a lot of things that I thought that I liked doing because of the drinking, but there is so much like I still enjoy doing the same things. I just don't drink anymore. Like listening to loud music and dancing around and, you know, going for going for drives down the back roads and cranking country music with your windows down. I mean, you don't need alcohol to have fun. You can still go have fun doing it. And I think when you're in addiction, it's kind of, you don't see it that way. You see it as like, oh, I'm not going to have fun anymore if I'm not, you know, not drinking a 12 pack and <laughs> listening to music or something. So even like music, and loud music, I just, sometimes like, you know, today we cranked some music, we cleaned up the house, and it was just a great morning altogether, really.
1: Well, and I think for me, I know that a lot of that stuff, like listening to loud music, listening to certain bands, listening to like, even like, fuck, even certain things like staying up past midnight in the beginning or actually kind of triggers for me yeah and i honestly i feel like a lot of people feel that way so it's really nice to be this far into you know our sobriety journey because i've kind of taken those joys back like i put those on the back burner because for the longest time they were actually a little bit of a trigger um so i mean like right now i love that we can fucking blast the music and dance and i love we can go down the old back roads and i love that we can do these things that we used to do and i've kind of like i feel like we've almost taken that power back
0: yeah 100 percent. it's really cool because there was there was, like, certain songs, like, you'd listen to when you were partying.
1: White House Road, oh, my God. Right?
0: And now, though, <laughs> you've listened to them so many times sober doing other things that when the song comes on, you don't think of, of you know, of some kind of party or something like that. You think of, oh, I listened to this song on my way to work or I listened to it cleaning up the house or doing laundry or whatever. So that's pretty cool.
1: It is. And it's such a huge, like... It's such a huge, like, satisfying, like, feeling to know that you don't, like, I, for me anyway, that not to associate the two anymore. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't come overnight, but when it does come, it's like, you know what, fuck yeah, like, you know that you're on the upside of a good battle.
0: Yeah, that's true, yep. And then, uh, so back to the old depression thing there, you know, a lot of people, I think, have depressions for a lot of different reasons, and, uh, I really think a lot of it has to do even with our diets, you know, you're eating, eating bad food, putting, putting bad stuff in your body. And if you can just change your diet a little bit and eat real foods, I mean, we, now that we live in Hudson Hope, like our diet consists of pretty much, I'd say 90% of like local grown uh, vegetables and, and uh, local raised like meat and stuff like that. And our diet has changed a hundred percent and,
1: and I jam. feel amazing. We eat a lot and of jam. jam.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think diet plays a huge part. You know, if you're eating fast food twice a day or once a day every day, I mean, it doesn't take uh, rocket science to figure out that's not good for you. So, Maybe. Andy, I
1: know, again, sorry to cut you off there, but I know for me, like, when I worked, when I was in Fort St. John and when I was working, I went to Tim Hortons every day. I'd get, like, my coffee and my, like, garbage fucking wrap and not even, like, realizing at the time how... That was its own little addiction and how bad that was for me and how shitty that made me feel.
0: Yeah, I cannot stand, like, Tim Hortons. Ugh.
1: Any of that shit's just disgusting. It really is. They
0: call it food, but, I mean, oh, man. I don't even, like, it's not. It's not, like, real food. You just know it's not. It's not real eggs. It's ugh it's even, terrible even their coffee sucks I gonna
1: say that, even their fucking <laughs> coffee is just like overcooked just what no thank you i'll save my four dollar 50 cents, thank you
0: right buy yourself a nice good bag of coffee beans get yourself a grinder and a french Fresh, press
1: yes and make yes, yourself Kay. a cup of
0: coffee at home it's french way better they're
1: so good i remember when we got evacuated and we have ended up in fort st john for like i don't know well we were in ingle lake most of the time but we we're in fort st john when it first happened we went and had wendy's and like living in fort hudson's hope it's super awesome in that way because it's, there's no temptation when there's literally one restaurant here and like one little coffee shop. Um, and we had we hadn't had a lot of fast food or fuck all just cause where we live. And when we went to, when we got evacuated, we went to Wendy's and I remember eating there and like within like an hour, I just felt fucking unbelievably disgusting. Like I wanted to puke.
0: Yeah. I can remember in the past probably six months, I've had fast food three times, and every time I eat it, I'm just like, oh, what? Why? Like, it's just makes me feel sick, and just ugh.
1: like I usually get heartburn too, which is shitty because I never used. To, I don't think I ever did when I used to eat it all the time, but I'm sure my body was just like used to it.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Once you start uh, start uh, eating a little better, how different you start to feel, and yeah, it's crazy. I'm so excited to make some garden plans now. It's already January. The year's going by, and gonna start doing some garden plans for the spring and gonna grow all kinds of stuff here at macaroni meadows it's gonna be awesome
1: well i think you know addiction addiction can be anything right we're literally everyone's addicted to anything nowadays but i know for like the drinking and stuff like when i would drink because i was feeling so fucking garb like so shitty and garbage i would reach for that quick like you know those fast food pick me up which again just fed into the cycle and just made me feel worse and made my health just like deteriorate
0: yeah so. that's true and uh I just want to give a a shout out to uh, if anybody's looking for uh, some local groceries, you know, I know it's some people don't know where to get it. You know, you can go to Safeway and buy some stuff and all that kind of stuff. But there's a place if you just look it up on Facebook, uh, Peace Region Farmers Institute, they do uh, you can go right on there. There's a link. You go to the website and you can order a whole bunch of stuff that is produced right in the peace country. They got everything from uh, like flour, meat, vegetables, and uh, it's the winter time now and there's still like tons of stuff on there. So if anybody is looking to change their diet a bit, I highly recommend going through them and uh, we have a box coming on uh, January 28th. Yeah, we're really excited for that. So we'll, uh, if you watch Macaroni Meadows, you'll see the box on there. We'll unbox it. We'll do an
1: unboxing of it.
0: Yeah, we'll show everybody what we got and yeah, it's really good stuff. I can't say enough good things about it. And yeah, if anybody is looking, that's uh, yeah, check them out. They're awesome. So yeah, I'm uh, not sure uh, what we got all planned for this week. I got uh, my brother is going to be coming uh, coming through Hudson Hope. We're going to hit up uh, Moverly Lake, do some ice fishing, and probably film a macaroni Meadows video out there. That'll be pretty cool.
1: Get some more spring water. We're, we're addicted. We're hooked.
0: Yeah, that's another thing, too, is water.
1: Yes, water is, is huge uh, in your diet and in your, in your shit.
0: And I know in Hudson Hope, you know, we got the water boil advisory and stuff. But honestly, it doesn't even affect us because we get all our water from the spring anyway. But uh, I do highly recommend the spring water. It is, like, there's nothing better. It's got minerals in it. It's amazing. Good stuff.
1: Not filled with fluoride and all the other shit they put in there to fucking, you know, keep you juicy. Keep you keep listening. <laughs> yeah yeah if you know you know
0: yeah don't get me started on the fluoride <laughs> right
1: fuck this podcast will be like six weeks long if we do.
0: oh yeah we'll be all talking conspiracy
1: <laughs> go get my tinfoil hat i'll get you one too
0: <laughs> but don't ha- don't use fluoride don't use it in your toothpaste either. right
1: and when you go to the dentist when they are like oh you want the fluoride like just tell them to fuck off <laughs> in a place you can put your fluoride bud
0: yeah yeah so um also i know when we. Uh, I don't even know where i heard this but it <laughs> was probably on a sober podcast or something but when i first uh got sober in the first 30 days it said to take a whole bunch of magnesium just because your body it needs it because of all the booze and you've been doing kind of thing <laughs>
1: you're all depleted so out.
0: that's another thing you know vitamins and supplements to make you feel good i cannot say enough i'm on a very strict vitamin regimen I got my old man pill container. He
1: does, yeah. I
0: fill it up every Sunday, and I'm good for a week. You take them all every day. Take them with breakfast. And, uh, yeah, I, I, if I don't take them for a day, I feel, I don't know, I feel weird. I feel like I'm not as good as I could be kind of thing.
1: And, like, you are full of piss and vinegar. You were up at the ass crack of dawn. You were fucking, yeah, you were full of piss and vinegar. I will definitely give you that. So I'm sure that has something to do with your... Super strict uh, vitamin shake there. I'm not quite as old man containered yet as you, but I'm hope I'm actually thinking I might just like say like bite the bullet and buy myself one because you do have as much as I make fun of you and like just like think it's hilarious that you are such an old man. I should get myself an old lady container.
0: I'm telling you, you should.
1: I know. I've just been putting it off because I don't want to feel old. But fuck, I always wear old lady slippers anyway. So really, yeah. who am I fooling here at this point?
0: But I do. I think it's a a lot of things. You know, it's it's not just one thing to feel good. And that's kinda of what everybody's looking for, right? It's why a lot of people do have addictions, cause it's oh, if I do this, I'll feel good. If I do that, I'll feel good. Well, no. Number one, if you quit drinking, you're gonna probably feel better, but it's gonna take a little while.
1: <laughs> you're gonna feel worse first, but then you're gonna feel fuck of a lot better.
0: Yeah, but it's you gotta do a whole bunch of things. You know, you gotta eat well, you gotta get exercise, you gotta go outside, you gotta be positive. A positive mindset is the one of the biggest things is feeling good.
1: And you know what? Something else is a huge like chunk of this. Don't be afraid to get uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable to fucking not have that booze, to not have that comfort. It is uncomfortable to get off your ass and fucking move in ways you probably haven't moved in a decade. It's uncomfortable to have to put in the effort to prep your food and to fucking actually put the work in. But it is so, it's uncomfortable having to go to Mowbray Lake and fucking hike up there and do our little thing with the water bottles. But it is so unbelievably worth it that I would never in a million years go back. Yes. So get uncomfortable. Like, seriously, fucking just do it. You grow from it, you learn from it, and it'll make you a better person.
0: Yeah, that's true. Speaking of uncomfortable, we, uh, we're we doing a, I, I don't know, I think it's seven weeks uh, chakra yoga classes. <laughs> every wednesday oh
1: boy (laughs) we did the root chakra last wednesday and holy fuck i heard some moaning some groaning i'm pretty sure the neighbors were gonna call the cops if they got any louder holy
0: yeah yoga is pretty uh can be pretty intense when you're not that flexible that's for sure but it was it was good i liked it and i'm excited to do it this wednesday i really am
1: i literally heard your ass cheek like crack from across the room pretty sure the dogs looked they thought someone was breaking in
0: yeah, my back was popping like crazy.
1: <laughs> but again, that's one of those things, right? That's one of those tools you use. And like, yeah, it sucks. and It's uncomfortable at the time. But like, you feel good after and it's almost like, almost like a sense of like a accomplishment. Because I could tell you five years ago, 10 years ago, I never would have been like, Oh, I'm gonna crack my back and do this and that. And I'm gonna go in whatever pose fucking Yeah, like it's Yeah, one of those things get uncomfortable, you'll get great results from it. I can guarantee you
0: yeah exactly just uh you know get out of your comfort zone and go try new things it's cool you try new things you learn new things and you never know you might find a new hobby it's cool
1: well that kind of shit i can tell you for depression there is no no better feeling than finding something that you really like unexpectedly is the best like stumbling across something and being like wow where has this been my whole entire life it'll fucking it can pull you out of shit and it can give you a new reason to put in the work and to uplift you man like I can't even, this last little while here, like, I can't even tell you all the different weird hobbies I've just stumbled upon. And I've been like, holy shit, like, I, like, this is crazy. And I can tell you, for a matter of fact, I didn't do any of this shit two years ago. I didn't scrapbook, which I know is like, everyone's like, it's old ladyish," ish which it totally is, but it's fucking cool, too. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Like, I have on this, I'm on this weird fucking spirituality quest that literally came out of nowhere and is the coolest fucking thing ever. Like, I've got shit coming out of the yin-yang, and, like, my eye, like, my um, my insight is, is just so open Mine just such a different, have such a different outlook, and I can damn well tell you, it sure as hell never came, sitting around getting drunk all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. That was
1: a one-way train, <laughs> going fucking nowhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a difference, you know, it's, it's only been two years, like, j- well, just over two years that we've been sober, and, like. I cannot believe how different we are. Like two years seems like nothing, but it's a different life, a totally different life. It's insane.
1: Absolutely. Like I look back on the person I used to be and I'm just like, holy fuck, how did you function and survive like that for so long? Like I got to give myself a little bit of props, (laughs) but like, I like, and I like just wondering like I must've been such a fucking, just such a shell of a human being compared to where I am now.
0: I wish I could grab myself, like, 10 years ago and just punch myself in the face. Right? Just like, wake up, you idiot. What are you doing?
1: Bitch slap. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get it together.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, you know, living with addiction. It sucks. It's terrible.
1: It's hard. And it's so, like, not only is it hard for you, but it just, like, it just fucking overflows into everybody else around you. And you're just a sinking ship dragging everybody else down with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's hard. and. I was, uh, I was talking to some friends here, uh, I don't know, I think it was a week ago or something. And I said, cause they knew me when I was in addiction and like, I don't think they understood like how bad, you know, it was. And I was kind of just telling them, like, you know, I was always like playing a character, like I was never just myself. I was always, I don't know, just playing this person that I thought they wanted me to be or something like that. And you know, it was, it was hard. You know, and now I'm just, I'm myself. Everywhere I go, I'm the same person. If I'm at work, if I'm at home, if I'm outside, if I'm, you know, at the golf course, I'm Blaine. I'm the same guy. And it feels great not to have to act a certain way around certain people and stuff all the time. It's cool just to you can be yourself. And you know what I found out? If you're yourself, lots of people like you. They like you way more than some kind of character you're portraying to be and, you know, Especially with, like, work and trying to, oh, I'm the boss and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> Just be yourself and people will love you. Okay. Like, it's so cool.
1: And you know what? Another good fa- like a good thing that goes along with that, like, especially having, you know, being depressed or having anxiety, having mental health issues, the best thing you can do for yourself is be who you are. No more people pleasing. No more. I used to get sucked up in that shit, too. And you know what? Don't feel guilty if you have to tell somebody, No. Because yeah. you will have people that will take, and they will take, and they will fucking leave you dry. They really will. And they don't mean to. Like, maybe some of them do, but not everybody does. But you know what? Don't feel guilty if you have to be like, nope, enough's enough. And you're, it goes, it's one of those things. If enough uh, if enough is enough with drinking, enough is enough with people that are fucking taken. And they can take your time. They can take your energy. They can take, people can take it any way you can let them. So, again, if depression, if you're fucking, depression, anxiety, if there's people that are taken, just be like, no
0: yeah that's true you know there's there's certain people that uh i call it disturbing my peace (laughs) because i am very at peace especially here at my house you know i'm just nothing really brings me down but if some people do you're disturbing my peace see you later you gotta go and i do not feel bad about cutting people out or cutting people off at all i mean if you're if you're disturbing my peace well see you later because Nobody's gonna disturb it. I'm so, I'm so happy with life right now that I cannot, I cannot, you know, just let people into my life if they don't deserve to be. So sorry, but see you
1: later. (laughs) Well, and like I think what people don't understand is we worked so fucking hard to get this piece. We went through so much, so many years of just fucking horror show, horror show. Like that's like when you finally, and everybody goes through it. Like it's not just us. I'm not trying to say that you know it's just us that fucking went through it. We all go through the trenches, but, you know, to finally to get through it and to fucking get that peace. Like, fuck, am I letting anybody else in there who thinks that they're going to come in here and fucking disturb it?
0: No, exactly. And
1: uh so like Blaine's like, you're disturbing my peace. I'm like, no, you're on the shit list and you will <laughs> stay there until fucking something changes in this life where we realign. Maybe we will realign. Maybe we won't. But if you're disturbing my peace, you're. Staying the fuck over there. Cause I, I ain't doing it. No, not no more.
0: Yeah. And getting that piece, you know, and keeping it, you got to work on it every day. You cannot just get your piece and then stop doing the things that you got you the piece that got you it. You know, mine is especially like journaling in the morning and having a nice quiet morning, doing my walks and workouts, you know, it's, it's important stuff. It all adds up into making you a better person. And, uh, It definitely keeps the depression away. I'll tell you that. I am not depressed at all. It's crazy.
1: I, again, like, and uh, same thing. Like, I've seen you do a complete fucking 180 as a human being, too. Like, at the height of addiction to now, you're a different person. I know I'm a different person. I don't mean that in a bad way. But you are completely, Mm -hmm. you're happy in the mornings. You're fucking nicer to the animals. You're nicer to me. We make fun of Sheldon less. Like, life (laughs) life is just, life is, I mean, I'm just kidding, Sheldon, sort of. But, like, you are a different person. I know I'm a different person. But I'm so insanely proud of you. I look at you and can't help but feel happy because I've seen you fucking low. And I've seen you high. And just seeing you like this now is such a breath of fucking fresh air. And I can only hope that when you see me happy that it, like, reflects back on you.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. It's definitely a better way to live. And it's awesome. Anyways, guys, if you like this podcast, give us a like. Give us a share, comment. Run all major uh, podcast platforms except for Apple, but maybe that will come eventually. I don't know. They're the kind of hard to good. get on. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, this is episode three. Hope you like it. We'll catch you
1: later. Oh, also, before you cut it off, lighter days are coming. Remember that. There you go. Peace and love. Bye.